Welcome to the Date Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson M. Doggett Jr., the solutions expert. With certifications as a life coach, family mediator, and time manager, and with licenses as an ordained minister and practicing attorney, I have learned some lessons about success I want to pass on to you. This podcast is about how to apply eight ancient, universal, and fundamental principles of success so you can live your best life. Life is a journey, so buckle up and let's go. The Date Life Podcast is sponsored by Doggett Law Firm, a firm focused on family law matters including pre-marriage legal counsel, family mediation to resolve conflict, divorce, and other family law issues. Find Doggett Law Firm at www.doggettlaw.com or call at 202-470-3515. Doggett Law Firm for your family. Today we will discuss how to grow wealth with our guest host, David Richardson. Let's listen in to the discussion. We are here again, the Date Life Podcast, to talk about growing wealth. Growing wealth. Now, this falls under the principle Become financially independent as early in life as possible so that you can pursue your God-given life purpose without being under the control of other people. We started out by talking about deficit spending. Then we talked about guarding against financial uncertainty. And I guess you're wondering who the we are. (laughs) It's David Richardson. Hello, David. Hello. He's back for the third time to talk with us about growing wealth. For those who are just hearing this podcast for the first time, tell us a little bit about your financial background so that they know why people should listen to us. So I have an MBA in finance. Um, I have um, also worked as an associate financial planner with one of the founders of the fee-only financial planning uh, space and practice. Um, I've also... um, Taken some of the coursework for the CFP and uh, worked as a financial consultant. All right. And I have taken all of the certified financial planning courses. I did not take the exam because I did not want another certification to keep up with. I wanted the knowledge. I am a licensed attorney in four jurisdictions, about to be five, so I have plenty to keep up with. So, That's why I didn't do it. But between the two of us, we know something about finance. Would you say that's true? Yes, that is true. All right. Well, let's talk about growing wealth. The first issue for me, I think people should know, get rich quick happens, but it's not the norm. It's rare. What would you say about that? I agree. Um, Get rich quick is... I look at it as violating the laws of nature. That's not really how things work. The reason why it's notable or somebody has a story with a specific name associated with it is because it's rare. It's not a common practice. Um, Slow and steady wins the races is uh, how things work normally. Okay. So if you're going to become financially independent, it's going to take time. Yes. It's necessary to take time. Okay. 
Tell us a little more about that. So um, the idea is that uh, over time, you can benefit from compound interest. So earning uh, earning based on um, what you have invested and then earning based on that new amount. And it just continues and grows and grows and grows. And that's where time is your friend. It's like that uh, story where a per- person asked, would you like a million dollars or would you like a penny doubled every day for 30 days? Right. Which one would you choose? A penny doubled every day for 30 days. Why? Because it's going to grow. It's going to be a larger amount than just the that uh, initial cash payment. I used to know exactly how much it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do the math again. But a penny doubled every day will beat a million dollars every time. Right. And that's uh, something to think about when you see some of these get rich gurus on YouTube or TikTok that talk about being able to make 1% in the market every day. That's 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 not how things work. Okay, so tell us how things work. Well, you take in, you take in, uh, some of your excess and some of your planned spending, and you invest. Um, we don't have to get into specifics of how to do so, but you can say the stock market in general, and um, you continue to contribute for decades. Honestly, that's it's it's a um, it's a long process of getting rich slowly, but you do get rich. Versus um, the the fast highs and lows that we've been hearing about um, in in recent times with people's um, experiences in the market. Let's talk about retirement up front. What is retirement? Retirement is having a source of income when you're done working. So that's why that's what you're saving for. All right. So retirement is not an age. No, no. In fact, retirement as an age doesn't really make sense to me. Um, personally, I don't think that you that you work and then you stop working and you go fish. I think you continue to to, to be active and do things. That's how you stay alive. Uh, I I heard a presentation uh, from an, a um, a ninety year old bodybuilder talking about life expectancy in the UK, and when he was growing up, retirement age was sixty five, and life expectancy was sixty eight. So it's <laughs> you want to now that we're living longer, um, even though you're when you finish working, you want to have some income to continue to enjoy that additional 20 to 30 years that we that we have. Right now, I know that somewhere around two percent of Americans are in a position to retire when they want to do so. Ninety eight percent don't ever get there. And partly is because they never planned for that event. Right. They thought they would just live forever and work forever. Uh, And as you said, I agree with you. Retirement is not about stopping working. You you may work the rest of your life Mm -hmm. because you enjoy what you're doing. And if you're following your God-given life purpose and you're enjoying your life, why would you stop? Right. But retirement is the ability to stop working. And in fact, I would say everyone is going to have to stop working. And you may not be the person to decide when it is. Exactly. You might lose your job. You might have a health condition that, mm-hmm. or have an accident or something happens that short circuits your plan. Right. So retirement is a financial condition. That's how I describe yeah. it. F- retirement's a financial condition, the ability to continue to cover your expenses and your lifestyle whether or not you're working. Right, right. Uh, It's also a gift to your future self. That's right. Now, how soon should a person start planning or working on their retirement finances? As soon as possible. 
because um, with the miracle of compound interest, say the the longer you're saving, the better off you'll be in the future. So save as much as you can for as long as you can, so that you can have as much as you as you would like or more later when it's time to to stop work and um, live off of those accumulated funds. Okay, I tried to get my children to all of them <laughs> to, as soon as you got any income of any kind, including uh, allowance, put something aside, tithe and offerings, then savings, mm-hmm. then retirement. And these were children. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because retirement's a financial condition. If you set up that financial condition, you can retire at any age. Right. And retirement, again, just simply means I don't have to work. Right. I can work if I want to. So at the job, if a person is working a job, what would you say are some of the things they should be thinking about in terms of retirement, matching funds and those kinds of things? What would you say to a person? Well, you need to understand what is offered at your job and um, no available resources for understanding what your options are. Because in my experience, um, I've, I've not worked at an institution yet where the HR personnel understands what the retirement plan is. Um, I, I have a, a bit of an advantage with my education, um, but oftentimes, uh, even most, I had experience where I was had a, had a question about our plan. I called HR. They told me to call the plan. I called the plan. They told me to call HR. So I just had to read through the documents to understand what was actually being offered. Um, there are resources online through Google. Um, Investopedia.com has great resources and um, explanations for some of the terms you might see. You want to um, contribute as much of your paycheck as you can um, in a pre-tax, uh, in a pre-tax method. Uh, that way you can save save more than you would post-tax. Also, you want to understand what the matching funds are from your, your organization. And matching funds are, for every dollar I spend, I get a certain amount from my um, employer as a contribution. So um, if you have 100% matching up to, uh, to a certain point, I put in a dollar, my company puts in a dollar. Or some places might be 50, might be 50%. I put in, a do- put in a dollar, my employer puts in 50 cents. And oftentimes that'll be bounded by a certain contribution amount. It could be 5%, could be 6% or 10%, but there's some amount that, um, well, you'll, where that match will be, um, will be capped. But you can also contribute more than that if it's um, financially viable for your, your budget or spending plan. But at the very least, would you say that you should put as much as you can and get the maximum match from your employer as a raise to yourself? It's not money you can spend today, but it's a raise. Yes, you should claw as much as you can to contribute at the very least, the maximum amount offered, because that's um, the best way for I can say it. I don't really like to use this term, but it's essentially free money. That's money that it, that you will benefit from that you do not have to spend. And you don't have to earn. Right. Exactly. You don't have to earn it. And uh, and um, the longer you are with your employer, um, the uh, the greater the benefit is. So make sure you deal with the matching funds. Max yes. it out. Yes, even if you are not confident with um, HR's explanation about your plan, 
ask for all the documentation, read through it, um, uh, call the um, the plan administrators and for actual ex- to ask for an explanation. Um, oftentimes, the um, the plan will send out investment counselors to help you understand what might work for you and explain some of the documentation. But it's this is a um, it's an essential step for your financial future. You need to understand what you're doing now so that you're not wishing that you had done something different right. later. Now, I want to remind our audience, we're not giving advice. We're just discussing the topic. Right. And uh, some of the things that we think we're just sharing with you. But make sure you have a competent professional guiding you in these decisions that you are making. Well, David, I think now is a good time for a short break. If you want to support the Date Life podcast, join the Date Life Nation by sending your contribution through Cash App at dollar sign Date Life Podcast. That's the letter D, the number eight, the words Life Podcast, all together as one word, or through Venmo at ampersand Date Life Podcast. Every dollar you give will support the production of the Date Life Podcast and the activities of the Date Life Nation. We plan to host meetups to discuss with me and my guests in person how to apply the eight principles of success we espouse in the Date Life podcast and other activities. So join the Date Life Nation today to live your best life. Now back to our discussion. So is there anything else you want to say about retirement? Um, It's very important. Don't neglect it. Um, it, you should, I would suggest approaching retirement as if, um, your future, your, your, um, future financial situations is just dependent on you and you're not, uh, dependent on some future social program to sustain you. Okay. Then how do you grow wealth? Well, over time, that's the, that's the most basic answer, but through investment, I probably would prioritize or you can prioritize retirement um, investing, but investment and um, is the way to uh, to grow wealth. Okay. So I don't know anything about investing. Let's say I'm, mm-hmm. I'm Joe, don't know anything about investing and I want to invest. I would say before I ask you the question, you're not ready to invest if you are in deficit spending. Right. You are not ready to invest if you haven't covered the topics we talked about in guarding against financial uncertainty. Mm-hmm. You're just not ready. Now, the exception to that is if you are working on a job and your job will match what you put toward retirement, I would max that out. Right. That That's what I would do. So now I want to invest. What are some basics that you would share? With regard to investing, recognizing we are not giving advice. We're simply discussing the topic together. Right. Well, uh, the good news is the way that a lot of um, uh, retirement plans are structured now at employers, you don't have to do a whole lot. Um, Oftentimes, an employee will be automatically enrolled into a plan that is um, called a, a target date fund. So based on your age, 
you'll be put into a plan that is structured to provide you the most the maximum benefit based on your projected retirement age. And that can work pretty well for most people. So if you don't know anything, you can just do that. Um, as you um, gain expertise, there are resources to, to understand um, how to maximize your investment gains. Um, there are books like The Investment Answer or um, uh, The Little Book on Common Sense Investing by Jack Bogle. So there are resources to, to, um, to, get a, a, to gain a deeper understanding of how investing works. But just um, an easy thing, a quick one-step thing is to ask, what am I invested in currently if I'm invested in anything at all through my re- retirement account? And most likely you'll see a target date fund, which is a mix of stocks and and bonds that will change over time as you reach retirement age. Okay. So a person has done that. Where? What resource would you send a person to who wants to do something in advance of that? I mean, you mean beyond? Beyond. 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 The, okay. So books like what I mentioned is the, the investment answer or um, the... Uh, Really, some of the uh, some of the more popular books by Jack Bogle, um, Investopedia is a good is a good resource just for general investing investing questions. Um, that's an outside kind of those are outside resources. Since your financial life is personal to you, you need to think about how you want to invest or what you value. Um, what level of risk can you tolerate? Um, how, what is your ultimate goal with your at the end of your investment journey? What are you saving money for? And so writing out a, a statement about your beliefs and um, what you would like to be associated with, what you don't want to be associated with, can also guide how you approach the investing process. Okay. So let's say that I am new in a job. I've done the things you've said. I have gotten a handle on my uh, finances to the point where I actually have budgeted to put money into an investment. Do you Mm -hmm. recommend that you stack money and put a pile of money in one investment at a particular time, such as trying to time the market? Or would you say it makes more sense to systematically put money into investments? It makes more sense to systematically uh, invest in uh, a sector or category or even an index fund um, versus uh, choosing an asset class or or investment vehicle at a certain time to try to get in at the right at the at the uh, the right place and get out at the right place uh, in my experience and reviews of, of research some research papers um, Conversations with with academics and reviews of what's happening in the financial literature. Um, nobody can predict the market because essentially what you're what that practice is is an attempt to predict the future, and no one can predict the future. Um, there's a quote about financial forecasting that there are only two kinds of forecasters: those that um, don't know that they're wrong, and those that know that they're wrong. <laughs> you can't predict what's going to happen. And and history is no indication of the future. So um, if you're making a bet that 
what you're investing in will do do well over time. It's better to just contribute to that consistently over a time period than trying to buy low and sell high because most people buy high and sell low and continue until broke. <laughs> I've also heard people say never invest, and it's in the book, um, The Richest Man in Babylon, never invest in what you don't understand. Right. Yeah, that's that's key. And uh, because you, you're essentially investing in in business and something that's contributing in, in general, I mean, something that, that's contributing to something to a customer. And you want to understand what the vehicle is because you need to under, you need to know how that asset is making money and how it will make you money and when you, how much you can expect and when you can expect it. Okay. Well, is there anything else? Because we talked about retirement. We talked about some basic ideas about investing and the fact that it takes time to build up this wealth. Yes. Um, uh, invest as soon as you can, as much as you can. Um, they say that the, the best time to plant a tree is, is 20 years ago, and the next best time is today. So don't, get, don't be down if you haven't started yet. Start now. Uh, know what your values are when you're investing. You can use that um, as an approach. Uh, make sure to pay attention to your retirement investing. And beware of those that that uh, say they they have the the one simple trick to to help you make a million dollars tomorrow. Um, there's no such thing as a free lunch. So if somebody knew how to do that, they wouldn't tell you how to do that. They would just do it and take advantage of, the, of that kind of a system. So be systematic. Be okay with taking time to to earn um, what your investment returns will be, and you will finish rich. Okay. Now let's talk just for a minute. What do you mean when you say rich? Well, uh, that definition actually depends on on um, on you. So you want to you want to have enough to cover your future expenses, and you may want some excess to have some fun. I don't particularly believe in waiting until the golden years to have your to have your fun, but you want to be able to to sustain yourself and your your future lifestyle. So that's that's um, part of that rich life. Also, um, having being able to do what you want when you want with who you want, that time freedom is also a part of that wealth. And money can help buy that. Right. Again, money is a tool. Right. It's not the goal. It's simply a tool to get you to your goal. Exactly. Just a means to an end. Right. So if we would remember that, now, there are people who say the love of money, no, money is the root of all evil. That's not scripture. Scripture is the love of money is the root of all evil. So do you feel Christians ought to focus on how to, or learning financial literacy in order to master money? Yes, because it's, it's a, um, it's a part of our lives. It's, it's, it could, as we said before, money is a tool. So that's going to be something that we use in our daily lives and in our contribution to our society and neighbors, you know, being able to, to give time and volunteer is important. And sometimes there are issues where money can help cover and fill, fulfill a need. So being able to contribute that way is also helpful. Yeah. Bible says money answers all things. Yeah, it does. And to put a finer point on it, money answers all things that money answers. Right. Because um, you can't buy love. Mm-hmm. But you can't buy groceries either without right, money. Right. <laughs> so uh, you've got to put it in perspective. 
I am not one of those um, name it, claim it, blab it, grab it preachers. <laughs> I'm not a prosperity preacher, meaning that God wants everyone to be rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe, however, we have a choice to be good stewards. Right. That is to say, managers of that which belongs to God, but that he gives to us, Timothy says, richly to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's worth taking the time to learn how money works, learn how to earn money, learn how to manage money, learn how to grow money so that you are able to do some things. For instance, what if someone says, we have a mission trip, it's going to take a year and we need people to come. We're going to be building orphanages wherever. Mm-hmm. And uh, most people couldn't go because they have a job, because they have bills, and they don't have any money to cover them if they're not there working that job. Right. So it's important that we learn how to manage money and master it so that we can pursue our God-given life purpose without being under the control of other people. I agree. I, I say it over and over. Well, any... Closing thoughts that you have for us. Uh, make sure to take the time to to understand um, how you want to um, invest. Uh, make sure that you understand what you're investing in. Uh, talk to your employers to evaluate your retirement plans. And, and um, you can even seek out the counsel of a certified financial planner to uh, develop a plan beyond just your retirement uh, savings so that you can uh, retire how you would like to retire. All right. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen, here at the Date Life Podcast, Date Life Podcast. We want you to be able to be financially independent. All right. Next time, we are going to talk about what we do with all this wealth we build. Stay tuned for our next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited to share with you that Date Life Nation is going to begin having events March the 4th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time and 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time. We are calling it First Friday. Every first Friday of the month, we are going to have an event where we can meet up together online and we will be growing spiritually. That's what First Friday is all about, growing spiritually. Anybody is welcome to come. We're not trying to start a church or anything. We're simply helping each other to grow spiritually so that we can live our best life. Look in the show notes for how to join us. And I look to see you March the 4th at 730 Eastern Time and 7.30 Pacific Time. The eight principles of success we discuss in the Date Life podcast can change your life. So like it, share it with everyone you know, and subscribe to it. Most importantly, go out and live your best life.